Welcome to the Wisconsin Football Coaches Podcast with your hosts, Tom Swiddle, Tom Yashinsky, and Paul Navinsky. Now let's join the guys. Gentlemen, that was really great to talk to Paul Feldhausen. And, and again, what a what a great man who has earned uh, the um, distinction of, of going into the WFCA Hall of Fame. Again, there's very few officials who have made that uh grade but but paul certainly has and and now we're on to our second guest on this podcast uh somebody who i know well and and consider a friend and um joining us is tom nenig and and uh i first got to know tom um back in 2007 when we coached in the all-star game a uh, longtime coach at uh, hartford and mayville has accomplished so many things and served the WFCA in so many different capacities through the years that uh, it's just great to have Tom on. Tom, welcome um, to the WFCA podcast. Thanks for having me, Tom. Appreciate it. And I consider you a good friend as well. Tom, you and I share a distinction that I wonder how many coaches um, share. We coached together in a 2007 All-Star game, and then we coached against each other in the 2016 game. Um, yeah. I don't know how many how many guys can say that, but but you and I certainly can. Yeah, that was quite an experience. I mean, I really appreciated the opportunity to work with you in 07. And, and then when uh, my school got bumped to the North, I got an opportunity to coach the, the North All-Stars that year and your son and, and you were at the South. And it was quite a neat experience. Yeah, and, and for those that... Uh, um, you know, wouldn't know this and why would you? But um, in 2007, um, Tom and I have sons that are the same age. And in 2007, um, they were sort of our, I don't know, ball boys, student managers, whatever you would call them. And they had a gas, I mean, playing together all week and just being part of that experience. And then in 2016, they were on opposite teams playing against each other in the All-Star game. That really was cool. Yeah, it was a neat experience for our sons and, and for us. I mean, like you said, not many people get that kind of an opportunity. And and our, our kids were, you know, they were just tickled to to be part of that in 07 and, and then humbled to get the opportunity to play in 16. So it was really a neat experience for them. Tom, I always like to ask coaches like yourself, you, you, you've done so many things in coaching and you've had the opportunity to coach at a large school and the opportunity to call, uh, coach at a small school. So you've been a head coach at, in, in both situations. Um, you know, describe to me, you know, what that's like and, and what the experience is like at a large school versus a small school. Well, you know, I tried to keep the staff size pretty much the same. I always had, um, I tried to always have three position coaches on each side of the ball, which meant that I had, quite a few volunteer coaches on my staff over the years. Uh, the biggest difference is managing the practice time where those years at Hartford, I had very few kids, if any, going both ways. And then when you're at Mayville, you tried your best to get as many starters on both sides of the ball as you could. But, you know, on your best years, you have two or three guys going both ways. And on other years, you have six or seven. So you got to manage the practice time a little differently at a small school and, um, and you've got to manage coaches probably a little bit more at the large school, you know, so, um, but, you know, football was football and, you know, I, 
the small school kids, you know, my kids at Mayville, the biggest difference I think was just the overall size um, of the athletes, but you're really good players in the small school. They could have started for me and, and anybody in the large school, you know, schools as well, you know, the, the really good ones, you know, but we had a lot of really nice athletes at Mayville as we did at Hartford and um, really blessed to coach those kids, but just a different at the small school, I guess the biggest, one of the biggest things is the community really rallies around the football program at a, at a Mayville, it's a community of 5,000 people. And they do at the large schools as well, but it seems like, um, you know, you can turn out the lights everywhere else because they're all coming to the football game at Mayville. You know, that's just how it kind of is at the small school setting. And I got a taste of that. Um, you know, a couple of years ago, um, Tom not only was the football coach at Mayville, but also the athletic director. And um, my grandfather got into the Mayville Athletic Hall of Fame a couple of years ago. And uh, my wife and I attended that. Uh, uh, my uncle Mike was there. Um, and, um, you know, so here it was, you know, whatever year that was. And, you know, I, I could just walking into the Mayville gym and just seeing how packed it was for a Friday night uh, basketball game um, and just the enthusiasm. It kind of brought me back to, you know, like when I was in high school, you know, because that's the way things always were, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, but just to see the, the, you know, the enthusiasm and the backing, as you've said at, at Mabel, um, again, I, I saw it firsthand and it was, was great to see. Yeah, that that community really responded well to all the athletics and that Hall of Fame night was really one of my special nights that I got to be a part of for all those years. And it was really neat to share that with you and Ingrid that night as well. So very well deserved for your grandfather and well, thank uh, you. Neat opportunity. And congratulations, well, oh, to you, congratulations to you as well, because you got quite the honor coming up in uh, well, April. Thank you. Thank you. It's going to be a fun night. And, and again, you and I get to share something yep. and, you know, Ingrid and Deb, right. Yep. And, um, you know, so I'm looking forward to that as well. Paul. I, I share something with both of you too. I was on the North coaching staff uh, when you guys. Yeah, were that's South. right. That's 2007, right. Yeah. That's right. I so remember that. We actually had our meeting in Mayville. We did. Yeah. Yes. Pretty, uh, Tom. So I want to make sure I get this right. You were at Mayville, then went to Hartford, then went back to Mayville, correct? Well, I started out as an assistant coach with Dan at, well, I was there before Dan at Hartford. Okay. And then I got my first head coaching job in 05 in Mayville. I went back to Hartford in 09 to be the head coach there. And then I went back to Mayville and that was in 16. Or 17, something yeah, like that. That's kind of my question. How was it going back to these schools? You know, it was Twiddle's done this now. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. a little different, isn't it? Who haven't I coached? Is that what you're saying, yeah. Paul? Yeah. <laughs> the biggest problem I had is I lost money on every real estate venture I had going back and forth. <laughs> um, but it was it was one of those things where um when I got the first head job at Mayville, I was still teaching at Hartford through those years. And then when Dan retired at Hartford, they offered me the job to come back. So then Deb stayed teaching at Mayville. And then we went back and went to Hartford. The kids went to Hartford High School. 
and I coached there. And then when they graduated, Mayville called and wanted me to come back. And, you know, after a lot of soul searching and such, then we decided with it gave me the opportunity to go back and work in the same building with Deb at the end of my career. So that was kind of a, uh, a pleasurable experience, you know, to be back in the same building teaching with my wife. I remember that uh, meeting at Mayville for the 2007 All-Star Game. What I was amazed at is that, you know, we could come, the, the North and the South staffs could come to a consensus. Because back then you kind of talked about how do we want to do that, right? We yeah. don't give them the opportunity to do that anymore. You know, Doug Cyber has it set up so that, you know, these are the rules is what we're doing. But I remember bantering back and forth about some things at that meeting. And yeah. uh, it seems like it was just yesterday, but it was quite some time ago. Yeah. Um, so, Tom, you know, you, you've you been an assistant and a head coach. And when you were an assistant, you were a coordinator for 14 years. Um, you were the defensive coordinator for all those years, correct? That is correct, yeah. And when you took this, when you went to Mayville the second time, did you work on the offense at that time or did you stay with defense or did you do both? Well, my first, my first stint at Mayville, I, I still ran the defense and I turned over the offense to Kevin Knoll, who was my offensive coordinator throughout my head coaching career. I, I tried to do both for one game and I knew that wasn't going to last. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know how some guys do it, but uh some do, but I had Kevin on my staff and he was a holdover from the Alex Hilbert era. Yeah. And he and I mesh really, really well together. So we melded a lot of the things I, I learned from Dan and, and his offense and a lot of the things from the winning T. So we kind of melded those two together and created a system that was workable for us. When you, uh, Paul, go ahead. Um, yeah, that was one of my things I wanted to ask you. You've, you've probably had to work with a lot of different people at different times. And how did you handle that? Well, you, you know, I had a, quite a few of my staff members from Mayville came with me um, to Hartford when I went back. And then I had a few come back with me from Hartford back to Mayville, you know, like Russ Grundy who retired from teaching at Hartford. He was a great offensive line coach. He came and coached the offensive line with me in my last stint at Mayville for a while. So that was a neat experience. Um, like I said, Kevin was back and forth. One of our former players at Hartford in the early 90s, back in like 1991, Jeff Rodeman, he's been with me every step of the way as well. So he's gone back and forth with me as well. So I've had quite a few. And when I went back to Hartford, I had that opportunity. I I, I had a relationship with John Redders, who's now the head coach there, and Paul Shelsta, Lance Agro, and Paul Coffin, amongst others. So I knew those guys really well. So, you know, I had taught with them and I had worked with them before. So it really wasn't that big of a change. It was those um, volunteer type coaches that I'd have to, you know, learn to get get to know and build relationships with. And, and at Mayville, it was pretty easy. And at Hartford, I really had a connection with all those guys already. So it really wasn't that difficult. You know, one thing we have, Oh, go ahead, Tom. Coach, uh, you were a member of the coaches association for 35 years. You were a district rep for 14 years. What got you involved in that? And, you know, why did you think that that was important for you to get involved, especially at the level of a district rep um, and to really give back to the association? Well, you know, 
and it all goes back. Everything in football, everything in coaching for me really stems back to Dan Brunner. Um, I was in Hartford for a year before he showed up, um, and I was part of that hiring committee, and it was one of the best things that uh, Hartford High School ever did was, was hiring Dan. And I got the opportunity to work as a coordinator with him, and I saw how he worked with the association. And then when I went to Mayville, um, Matt Hensler was actually our district rep, and I hope he's doing well, and hopefully he can coach this Friday um, with his health situation. But um, he was at West Bend West at the time, and then he left to go to Badger. So the district rep opened up, and Dan asked me if I'd be interested. And I said, for sure, you know, because um, – I saw how he was so connected with the association. I got to know a lot of the people in the WFC as a result of that. And, and it was just one of those things I wanted to do and serve. And basically at the same time, I got called by Dick Rundle and then Alex Hilber invited me over to his house. And this was when Alex had been diagnosed with cancer. And I'm sitting in his basement, which was a shrine to football, um, as you can imagine. And he said, I really want you to be the awards chairman because he was the awards chairman prior and you just can't say no to a guy like Alex and Dick for those things. So I became the awards chair and a district rep at that time. And I continued all the way through until I hung up the head coaching hat, but it's been a great opportunity. It's been awesome because just to get to know all the guys in the association and get to know all the head coaches throughout the state, it's been, it's been a wonderful experience for me in that regard. Well, and, and one of the things I was going to say, Tom, was, you know, we haven't even talked about the numbers. You know, I mean, you know, your resume as a coach, um, you know, you, you've been a part of over 200 wins. You've had 21 years in the playoffs. And anybody who has gotten any award or plaque from the WFCA for, I don't know, the last 25 years, perhaps, <laughs> um, that's been handled by you. And, yeah. uh you know, I mean, it's just your your service, um, not only to your schools and to your players and parents and, and alumni of the schools, but, you know, just in general, the, the, what you've done for the, the game of football in the state of Wisconsin is, is almost unparalleled. I mean, you have been involved in so many different levels of these things. Uh, and I didn't even mention the fact that you, you know, had a state runners-up team um, at Mayville. Um, it's really an amazing career. Well, thank you. And, you know, the, the WFCA portion of it was uh, just a great opportunity for me to give things back and, you know, to the association and to the game of football. And, you know, I've really enjoyed all of that. I will say the awards part of things have gotten a lot easier with technology than in the past when you used to type out letters and put them all in envelopes and wait for coaches to return stuff. And now it's a lot more streamlined. So it's a lot more, uh, uh, a lot more simplified for me. So that helps. Paul. Hey, Tom, over the years, has there been one or two things that just have stuck with you that you remember from either a team, a coach, something? I know you talked about Dan Brenner, but I mean, what are some of the most memorable things for you? Well, you know, obviously, the experiences coaching with Dan for all those years were remarkable. Um, you know, I've forgotten more stories than I can remember about working with Dan for all those years, and they were, they were legendary. <laughs> some of them you and some of them you want to forget, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, not too many of them, actually. <laughs> but um, 
I would, you know, the state runner-up season was was just a just a wonderful experience. That was my second year as a head coach, and you know, we, you know, we got on a little roll there at the end of the year. Had a wonderful, you know, regular season, but then as the playoffs ensued, those kids, you know, those kids, those young men now have their own families, and I still hear from quite a few of them, and. Um, you know, so my quarterback, Matt Haas, I still talk to him probably three, four times a year. And he's got kids now and, you know, running his family. And Ryan Ziegler was our center. And he was actually a teacher at Hartford in the social studies department with me for a while. And um, so now he's coaching. So it's it's really neat. And there's so many, so many wonderful kids through the, through the years that you get to coach. Um, you know, and, you know, sometimes you get, you know, you coach against some phenomenal player or some phenomenal coaches as well. And, you know, I've had some, some good games against Bob Highland and, you know, it's fun to go against those guys. And when I was an assistant, we, we had undefeated team at Hartford and we went up against Tarasca's undefeated team at Arrowhead. Um, and they taught us a lesson in the second half, but we hung with them for a while. Um, but it's just fun to, you know, go against those coaching legends, if you will. And, and, you know, kind of, try to do your best against them. And sometimes you get them and sometimes you don't, but um, those types of things are great. You know, um, those experiences are great, but I just go back and coaching my son was uh, a wonderful experience. And I mean, we, it was turbulent at times, obviously, as you can probably yeah. attest to, but especially well, with, Paul and I have, have done yeah. that. And, and Tom, I'm sure at some point in his career, will will do yeah. the same. It, it was a wonderful experience, but there was, there were some struggles along the way there too. And I think it's made us a lot closer as father and son. And now he's in his second year of a coach coaching career at Sussex Hamilton. And he just lost to Franklin in level four and two, his first two years as assistant coach, he made level four both times. And that's kind of crazy, you know, but that, that's, that's kind of neat. And, um, but you go back and you think about and getting this honor, you know, some of the former players are coming out of the woodwork from back in the early nineties and such. And it's just so neat to hear about them. I was just talking to Mike Lydell, whose son was a receiver at uh, slinger, really good receiver. And he called the other day and we had a nice talk and, you know, so it's really kind of neat to hear back from those guys that you, you, you love to coach back in the day and you hear about them now and they're successful and got families of their own and football players of their own. So it's pretty neat. Tom, you and, and Deb made a, a move about a year or two ago, right? I mean, you, you're up yep. north now. And, yep. um, <laughs> you know, you, you couldn't stay away. So, you know, you, you have to be involved in, in high school athletics. And, and you're an athletic director again. Uh, tell our um, listeners what you're doing right now. Well, actually, I, I was the athletic director at Rib Lake High School for a year, a year and a half, basically. And I just resigned from that prior oh. back in August. So I did that for a year. Um, and I took a different job for a little while for about a month and that was too much travel. So I'm basically uh, living the retired life on the lake up here and learning how to catch walleyes. And, you know, someday I might even shoot a deer like Paul, but um, we'll see if I can ever get to be the hunter, you know, but right now I'm just enjoying retired life and, um, Actually, I'm, I still follow, you know, all the high school sports like 
I watched, I went to four Sussex games this year and I watched all the Mabel games on TV and, and, you know, live stream. And I actually got a girls basketball game on YouTube right now for Rib Lake, you know, so I stay involved and I try to go to as much as I can. I'm going to start repping basketball games again and oh, get wow. back in. Yeah. So, so you just, you just can't relax you've got to always be doing something and I, I i know that paul would be happy to give you some lessons uh in fishing um and if you ever saw some of the pictures that that he has of his catches um, no, I've, i follow him on facebook i see all his i see all his trophies <laughs> paul? i've actually been to tom's cabin i actually was up there about two weeks ago i called him but he wasn't home yeah i was working that <laughs> working come on yeah, well, I, I gave that up too. You know, yeah. Deb's Deb's working and she's she's taking care of me. Okay, I know that feeling too. Um, yeah, you know, my wife is still working as well. So, well, Tom, I, I have to tell you, I again, I, I'm so happy for you. It's so well deserved. Um, having worked with you, um, you know, as in your role as as district rep. Um, you know, I was a district rep when you were a district rep. And then, you know, as I, I, uh, became, uh, you know, president elect president, past president, we worked with a, on a lot of stuff. And, um, I've just always appreciated the way you've approached things. If, if you took something on, it got done and it got done really, really well. Um, and it's just something that has, I mean, followed you and everything that you've done from coaching to teaching, to be an athletic director, to, to whatever, and uh, again, I am so looking forward to um, August, or I was going to say August, April 6th, excuse me, April 6th at the Hall of Fame. And and um, like we said to Paul Feldhausen earlier, um, if you don't get misty eyed as you walk into that and you've been there, of course, because you've oh, been yeah. in the plaques. But, you know, now that you're going to participate in that march in with the bagpipes and all that stuff, um, if, if you don't get misty eyed, you're a better man than me. That is for sure. Well, it's an, it's just an incredibly humbling experience. And, you know, I'd never really envisioned this ever happening. And, um, you know, obviously sitting at that table for as many years as I have, I've thought about it, but I never thought it would happen. And um, it's just so humbling. And it, it's just really a wonderful testament to the mentors I've had in the coaching profession and all the people that I've learned from over the years. And obviously, Dan and I just would like to give a quick shout out to Pete Hoffman and Joe Dobson um, and Doran Timmer, some of the really big influences when I was a young coach at Hartford. Those guys were great, and I learned so much from all of those guys. And and obviously with, with Dan being my football mentor and learning a lot from him, and, and if I didn't have those guys in my, in my corner, it would have been very difficult to achieve anything. So well, I'm and, humbled and, and honored for that. Well, and, and lastly, um, um, Ingrid said to make sure to say uh, congratulations to you. And, and she's looking forward to seeing Deb. And uh, maybe we can sneak away after the, the ceremony uh, uh, next April and, and maybe have a, a little private conversation among the four of us. That would be awesome. We lo really look forward to that. So, yeah. And, um, you know, hats off to Ingrid and to my wife, Deb, for everything that they've put up with over the years, because the coaches' wives are very special people. They sure are. Well, listen, Tom, thank you once again. And and I, I want to thank uh, 
my co-hosts, uh, Paul Nowinski and Tom Yashinsky. Um, there's a lot that goes into these podcasts and, and they make it so easy to do with all the work that they put into it. Um, and to our listeners, thank you for, for listening. And, and we're getting more and more people every episode, we're getting more people that, that tune in and we're very thankful for that. And, and as always, if, if any of you have uh, any suggestions or thoughts on the podcast, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to, uh, either myself or, or Paul or Tom and, we were happy to to talk with you and, and get your ideas. And so with that being said, uh, uh, thank you for listening and good night, everyone. 